before I switch to the next thing, I just want to state this. Um, we lost some a great person in Batman history recently. Oh, yeah Um, it's a it's it's tragic, but like he will be missed. R.I.P. Welcome everyone to this episode of the Comicification Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood uh, podcaster, Omir, and I'm here with my co-writing, co-hosting cohort, the man
they're all like Twitter like employee or ex Twitter employees. They're gonna find another job. job. It's not like they work yeah. at Mickey D's or something like that, and that might be their only choice. <laughs> hey, there's always Popeyes. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the I love me some the, Popeyes. Uh, uh, I I had Popeyes for the first time not too long ago, and I was like, "That's a damn good sandwich." Oh, I was like, I was like. I was like, I you like that I've, chicken. I thought it was pretty good, but the line's hella long, so I'm uh, like, the, the one in uh, Newark <laughs> that I go to, what I do is I. That's exact when I was thinking here, referencing what I do. Though, I just I order it for pickup, you know, and then then oh, so I just uh, then I just gotta go walk in. I don't have to get in the uh, no, the which is through. where everyone goes for no no that, reason and, and, whatsoever. Oh, even late that drive through is packed. <laughs> It's like a mini like, I party. Love how we're we're talking about shit that nobody's gonna know about. <laughs> no, 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 but here back back to the back to what we were originally talking about. Uh, so I was reading, and it so after like a week into the transition, so uh, the transition of ownership I that is my from fans tw- uh, <laughs> no, your only fan. Oh <laughs> well, you set yourself up. I can't, I gotta hit home runs when they're when they're pitched down the middle. Um, so the uh, so anyways, I was reading. Now I don't know if this is true. So this take this with a grain of salt. I read that it wasn't until about Friday where Elon's team that came it like that he brought with him got officially uh, got the control of the at Twitter official account. <laughs> So, so they they operated a week without even being able to to have an official voice piece from the company, as opposed to just Elon himself. Oh man! <laughs> but some of the, but so with the eight dollar verification, everyone started paying eight bucks, getting verified. Problem is, well, how can you now distinguish? The verification originally was to distinguish parity actuality from parody right because if you were american airlines for example right and you were verified people were like okay that's american airlines <laughs> all the parody accounts are one letter off one digit off one underscore off from the real thing they're now verified just like the real company and they are shit posting like a madman it is while i some things i um don't even want to repeat they're hilarious but I can't repeat them in good faith because uh, YouTube well, is going to I think what's going to happen is they're going to go back to like uh, verifying people the old way, but they're also going to charge you. Like, uh, <laughs> like basically, they're, they're going to say, okay, you have to go through the hoops still, but we're also going to charge, charge you. you and if you, and I mean, re- realistically, the people so, need so you a mean... check are going to pay the money because if you don't, if you need the right. check. You have eight dollars a month. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. But I get you. But so, uh, so much ado about nothing in terms of changing things around just to go back to the same. Well, no, I think this is a hundred percent to get money. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's going to uh, go back to the same thing. I think this was just a rollout sort of thing. But or you, I mean, well, you have to because otherwise, again, you're gonna have like a bunch of people with blue checks scamming people. Well, that's what yeah. happened. Literally, yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not just gonna be shit posting. It's gonna be oh, I'm sorry, you need to send me a a a billion dollar uh, 
gift yep. card or something. Exactly. Like no, but it's that gonna and, be the same thing you get on phone calls, just on Twitter now. Exactly. But then but hence why you you know, I know Elon's original idea was free speech. Uh yeah, hence why there needs to be moderation, because you humans with free speech don't all use it just to make nice quips or well, nice he quotes. Needs to understand that some humans are douchebags. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm one of them. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't scam people, people but, but I would shit talk post. so much. Shit. Yeah, you would shit post. I know that. Right? I would too. But um, but and what if, I what, what I like though is if he if he, and, if, he go, if he goes full on free speech, I'm, I want Donald Trump to come back because I will be tweeting at him every fucking day. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. First of all, <laughs> uh, he's not. Uh, well, it can't. It won't be ever full on free speech because Elon Musk is banning accounts that make fun of him because he's a big. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. He's a big baby. It's like, it's like what happened to all that comedy is now legal on Twitter fun. and it's free. It, free speech is all fun and games until you're the <laughs> one they're talking shit about. Exactly. Look, I'm going front. <laughs> It will probably make fun of me too, but it's all good because well, maybe uh, you my ego that fucking gay ass mustache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, it's grown back into a goatee now. Yeah, well, it's it's getting there. We're working on it, but uh, <laughs> it, the uh, but that's the point. Is like I love what you say <laughs> we're working on it. Like you did jack shit. You just didn't shave. Yeah. No. Well, it's a commitment. It's a life choice. Yeah. It's, it's a, a life, life choice. It much is. like, much like what that uh, mustache symbolizes, <laughs> a life choice. You know what that mustache symbolizes? That you give mustache rights. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least I'm getting some. Oh. No, you're. Well, yeah, you're getting some right in the mouth. <laughs> Hot. I don't even. Loads, dude. It's all good. It's better than nothing. It's better not than really. your. Not really. Are you? Are you're sitting there like the Virgin of Christmas? So would, yeah, I'm a Virgin. Same you. What? No. A, what are you I'm, talking about, dude? We call you the Virgin of Christmas. <laughs> the Virgin of Christmas. By the way, by the way, if uh, have you seen Monster Squad? No. Okay, well, it's a phenomenal movie from the eighties. Like, it's incredible, and they uh, they need a virgin to uh, to do like the seance and this to like to like get rid of the monsters who come back to present day, like the classic monsters, you know, Swamp Thing, uh, Dracula, Wolfman, right? And so they get a virgin to say the incantation, or at least the boys. The boys are all like eight or nine years old, you know. They're like just a hard luck crew of friends that stumble across Frankenstein and then realize they got to kill classic monsters and no adults believe them because they think it's Halloween and they're just making shit up. But anyways, they knew they needed to get a virgin to say the incantation. <laughs> they get one of the boys, sister sisters, and they're saying the incantation and nothing's changing. And they're like, they're like, they finally realize they're like, Oh, you're not a virgin, are you? And she's like, Johnny said it didn't count. <laughs> mm. Something to that extent. I was like, oh, oh man, it sounds like she fell for just the but joke. I, <laughs> yeah. And here's the wild part. As a kid, I didn't get the joke. I just was like, oh, damn, the plan didn't work. But now as an adult, I'm like, what the hell? What the hell was I watching as a child? 
<laughs> why are 80s babies so fucked up? That's why. Because this was the shit we watched. Now I know why you're so fucked up, man. It's because you had no supervision as a child, obviously. What the hell movies were your parents letting you watch? I or were you up. watching? Oh, dude. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, there you go. Exact when point. I was, when I was, um, what was it? Maybe like eight or nine. Like, uh, we went to the, we went to, you know, rent some movies. And my cousins were like, I want to see Evil Dead. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, to be, hold on, to hold on, hold on. To, to be, to be, to be fair, my mom did not know how horrible this movie was. Okay, okay, hold on. And she was in there watching it with us. The and original? It, yeah, the original. It got turned yeah. off real quick. Yeah, you know, there's a tree that rapes a woman in the original, right? Like <laughs> That's what, that, that is hentai. where the movie went. <laughs> full on hentai. <laughs> We're not yeah, laughing at. Oh. Or that's Evil Dead. That you can look that up. Now, I'm not saying anything out of turn here. That's real. We're laughing at how stupid this <laughs> is. Yeah. But, um, at the how time, that I'm just like, dude, you need splinters. <laughs> <laughs> Vagina splinters. <laughs> Christ Almighty! What the? Hell? Yeah. What I watched was just PG-13 with some with some crass humor. You're like, let's watch a tree get possessed. <laughs> by the deadites new, and brings a whole the new definition to morning wood doesn't it oh jesus christ this part's not making the clip show ladies and gentlemen this podcast Actually, on... it might, it might. yeah and we're gonna be restricted this will be our first video pull down because <laughs> hey i'm not i'm you know hey i'm not the director so don't blame me i'm not a director either i'm just I just cut this shit up and then put it on the YouTube. No, I'm talking about I'm no, I'm talking about uh, Evil Dead. Which, by the way, I'm I loved Evil Dead, uh, Army of Darkness, uh, or Ash vs. Army of Darkness. You know, I Evil Dead too. I'm a big fan. Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi, big fan. Just uh, you know, as a youngster, that tree caught me up. But then again, why were we watching at a young age? Because I did see the Evil Dead uh, as a youngster I don't know, as well. Dude. Like I also parents. <laughs> Parents let shit go back in the day. Or what I think happened a lot too was parents would let us rent from like Blockbuster, the local video store. They didn't always vet what we rented until Mm -hmm. it was on at the house. But if they weren't like a lot of times my parents, like I wouldn't watch anything until Saturday morning anyways. So they'd be doing whatever they're doing. I'd just be sitting there watching shit like. Like horrific shit. (laughs) Like what am I seeing Dude, um, my cousin brought over. You, you'll notice that a lot of the horrific shit I watch Ugh. starts with my cousin came <laughs> over, and um, but my cousin came over and he brought. Uh, I, I can't remember if he brought it or if we rented it, but it was an anime called Wicked uh, City. Oh, is it cool? Um, I clearly I mean, haven't it seen is that. Cool, but there is a part where a woman is getting um. Um, let's just say holes were being filled and it was not consensual. Oh, dear Christ. Yeah. And, dude, there was one part where, like, like oh, the main character is, like, having sex with a girl. And mm-hmm. she, she's, like, a di- she's from a different, like, uh, it, it's, like, from a different, like, uh, dimension, right? 
and uh, her pussy tries to eat his. <laughs> his... Dude, I'm... watch the watch it, man. No, and, and I'm you're watching, watching this as a kid. <laughs> and, what in the hell? And the funniest part is, my cousin did not remember that we watched it because, like, maybe a year ago, he told me, "Hey, have you ever watched Wicked City?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, you fucking showed it to me, you sick." Uh, it, it, it was it, it was like the seek not a sequel but like the second movie made by the same director of another movie that like I watched that I shouldn't have I don't remember the name of it though want to say is it Ninja Scrolls maybe oh Ninja Scrolls type yeah well I mean I shouldn't have been watching that I watched that one when I was young too shouldn't have watched oh, that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, but then back in the day, a lot of shouldn't have shouldn't have watched. Like I watched uh, Dead Alive. Have you seen Dead Alive? No. I think it's. I think they're British. I think I'm not sure, but basically, but like, same, so they deserved it. No, no, no. Same thing, you know. Like, like demons or deadites take over people, and people start turning to these gnarly monsters. And there's this one scene where. Where they're these like punks in a graveyard. They're like street punks though, like graffiti guys, like teenagers. They get infected and they turn to like zombies and they're after the protagonist. But then he gets saved by a priest who knows like like karate and shit. And the priest goes, I kick ass for the Lord and throws like a sweet ass jump kick. I was like, What the fuck is this? And then wait, hold on, hold on. There's a phenomenal scene too. One where he picks up the main character, picks up the lawnmower, turns it like right side up and just like chops people. That was tight, although pretty graphic for remember I was, I was fairly young when I watched this. But then a baby gets infected by the thing and becomes like a demon. But of course she does. Yeah, but it's broad daylight and they're out in public. So he's trying to like not like abuse this like demon baby that's trying to kill him but he's just beating the fuck out of it <laughs> and there's a funny scene with the carriage like rolling down hill just... dude, you're tell... dude you're telling me i'm gonna no. get us a fucking demonetized oh okay <laughs> all right your your yours is full-on like 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 non-consensual hole poking beating then... a child dude a demon child a baby you're talking about genitals trying to bite people so i mean come on i i, I don't know what you want me to say that's what happened <laughs> this is autobiographical god damn it dude have you ever have you watched a uh, warrior nun no is it fresh uh it's pretty cool like it's on uh, netflix right now the second season just came out warrior oh. yeah it's out. like a yeah, you, you, you definitely check it out. But like, I, I don't want to go into it because I don't want any spoilers or anything. But I just wanted to see if you had seen it yet. No, I'll check it out though. You lazy motherfucker, go watch it. Oh, not now. Like after this, you're not watching enough TV. Yeah, you yeah, lazy. Not. Yeah, you lazy motherfucker. Get off your ass and get onto your couch <laughs> and watch fucking shit. You're not. You know what? You're doing too much in the real world. Stare at the goddamn screen. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's Why do you need to go out into the real world and do shit when you can just go on YouTube and watch other people do it? Well said. There you go. There, there you go. go. You're welcome, YouTube. There's your uh, there's your nod. This podcast. Anyways, you ready to get started?
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has all been the intro, people. I'm I'm sorry. The yeah. opening. The opening. Yeah. Thank God we. I forgot to do the State of the Union, but oh well. We're, oh, we're that's right. We're, we're, just consider that the State of the Union. Yeah, yeah, that's the state, the current Union. God dang it. All right, so let's move ahead. Hey, did, hey, did that red wave hit yet? I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> anyway. Dude, the... <laughs> you know what happened, right? You know what happened, though, right? The, uh, like, people thought that the red wave was going to hit, and... Like the Republicans did that whole like uh, Roe v. Wade shit. I'm not yeah. even gonna get into that shit. And then that caused a blue wave to kick over the road away. Because <laughs> I'm, if you think about it, it was so stupid of them to do that. Because yeah. like all they had to do was wait until after the election, <laughs> and there probably would and yeah, and there probably would have been a red wave. And then it was too late to fuck people. They, they could have just fucked people over with the uh, Roe v. Wade after that. I'm not saying I agree with uh, this, no, like no, morally no. agree with this. I'm just saying that that's the way they should have probably done it. Or yeah, if just they not didn't be... want to screw themselves over. Yeah, just not not try to take away women's rights. But anyway, moving on. So we <laughs> were. I can yeah, hear. Yeah. I can hear our. Two of our two of our followers joined. They're talking about politics again, Billy. I don't know. I assume <laughs> our followers, Billy, Billy. They're you, talking you, about you politics again. You assume they're senile and uh, are on South Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first up, we got uh, milestone creators share early art from Static Shock Batman Beyond crossover. And and let's face it, this art is. Fucking phenomenal! I don't know yeah, no, that's fresh. It, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm really looking forward to this. And you know me, uh, I take every chance I can to shit on DC, but I can't shit on this. I mean, no, it looks cool. It, it, it looks, looks cool. cool. Like I actually, I'm a fan of Static Shock. Um, I'm. I don't know if he goes by Static Shock anymore. He, I know he goes by Static, but uh, anyways. Um, and I'm a fan of Batman Beyond. So, are you a fan of Batman Beyond? It, I like Batman Beyond, but not the suit as much. The suit kind of is... I'm not I a big do, fan of, but I do like Batman. I actually Beyond. like the suit because I think the red really, like, uh, pops because of the black it's on. But, I mean, yeah. that's just me. But, um, but it's always seemed thin, like, like thinner. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. but he's a lot younger. That is true. Like, but I mean, he he he's like as he gets older, I'm sure he's gonna get more muscle definition and shit like that. Yeah. But um, anyways, like I just I I really think this is cool, and I mean it's a comic book, so it's probably one that I'm actually gonna get. So yeah, look forward to this being pull of the week in the not too distant future. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it. I'm not sure when it comes out, but uh, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, it does look cool. And um, it's got two of I mean, I, I'm not going to say they're two of my favorite like, guys from DC, but they're up there. Um, I remember used to watching, I used to watch the Static uh, Shock TV show. Did you oh, really? Well, I mean, obviously I watched Batman Beyond too, but um, I used to watch the Static, I, I used to love that one a lot because, like, basically it, it was the first, like, like, 
uh, how should I put it? The first African American like um, superhero that showed like maybe I, I don't want to say like all, all African Americans, but like it showed like uh, the living in a less than desirable neighborhood. You know what? You know Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, No, I know what like you mean. some, like some of them have to, and uh, I, I, I like that because it, it got into something like uh, it got into things that were. Yeah, that you can. I guess darker, but still reality, you know. Yeah, no, And exactly. it, and it wasn't I feel a that. it wasn't a kids TV show, but it was still important to learn that not everybody, not every place. I mean, because we live in the suburbs, Yeah, we live in the so burbs. yeah, we we're we're safe, basically. We're I mean, as safe as you can be. And <laughs> the burbs. Yes, in the burbs, but like I mean, it's good to it's good to like have like these reminders that. There are other places Yeah. that are in a lot worse condition, and we we need to do something about it. But um, No, completely. Completely. yeah. No, but that's cool. Yeah, no, that it adds a it adds realism to it because even though we're in the suburbs, we could very easily find uh we can find very rough streets. You can just go go we could go to east, we could go to certain parts of Oakland, we could go into certain parts of San Francisco. So I mean San Jose, certain parts of San Jose, certain parts of Hayward, you know, San yeah. Oh Leon. God, every part of Hayward. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole city. Take that, haystack. my, my, like uh, we go to like this party like every Christmas <laughs> at my cousin's friend's place, and she lives in Hayward, and We're and off, off A and Street. uh, Or, or I, I by don't East know Bay? exactly. I do. I, it's. somewhere in there i don't pay attention when we're driving there but i know it's in hayward Somewhere, yeah somewhere it, it, in Hayward. it was it was funny we were driving there one time and like she was in the car with us and she's all like i i may have been shitting on hayward a little bit and 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 she's all like uh you know it's not that bad i walk home like uh at night all the time and i'm like Like your your IQ is not my problem, <laughs> but uh, Jesus Christ. I didn't I didn't say that I didn't say that. But I had said something like um, on the like on the bright side, I'm sure dodging bullets it really burns calories or something like that. But like look at me, I'm I'm a big dude. Like I, I'm a I'm an easy target if someone wants to shoot me. I'm not walking Visit through Hayward in the middle of the night. Hell, I don't want to walk through Fremont in the middle of the night. <laughs> in the Why middle are of the you, night. why are you walking anywhere <laughs> in the middle of the night? middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, take an Uber or a Lyft. Take an Uber, a Lyft, or if you don't have your own car, just stay home. <laughs> Where are you going? Find It's the middle someone of the night. to bunk with. Yeah, just text your closest friend you up and see what they No, say. my, my point stands. Why are you out in the middle of the night? <laughs> We're getting off subject. yeah. Static Shock. I, lo I love Static Shock. I love uh, Batman Beyond. So this should be really good. Um, yeah. This has good potential. I'm, This has some I'm excited really to good see potential. it. Yeah, excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. Move along. Next up, uh, James Gunn is turning to fans for DC Universe film ideas. I fucking love this. I have come from the opposite viewpoint. I don't Okay, love this. wait, wait, wait. 
let, let me explain why. You explain. Like, and again, like, I'm usually not a fan of what DC does, but this, listen, you're coming from a fan franchise that, like, uh, that has, let's face it, hit or miss movies. Yeah, that's I mean, true. fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so when you have something like that, why, now, I'm not saying you have to do everything they say, but. Hit or miss, you mean, in, like, story, story-wise, because they're all financially oh, yeah, successful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hit or miss, and still, like, just because they're financially okay doesn't mean they're yeah. good movies. But, like, uh. What I'm saying is, yeah. just because you uh, you ask for like you know some ideas, doesn't mean right. like you have to go with every every one of the ideas. And it's not that not a bad idea to like say, hey, what what like uh, what Batman arc do you want us to tell? What stories do you want us to tell from Batman? What uh, what Superman stories do you want us to tell? I don't think he's gonna say, oh, like. Send me your creative story about Superman. No, I think he's gonna be like, oh, okay. "Hey, which arcs are you gonna want us to do?" Yeah, and yeah. and to me that makes a lot of sense because if you know you have like the audience for it, I mean, right, right. Like, like let me hold on. So I can I agree with you in terms of if it's like, "Hey, what arcs are you interested?" In? That I could I could get down with. But, like, which characters should get their standalones? Like, sometimes I'm like, don't, you know, because fans, which, you know, I get sometimes we want too much of a of a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes we want so much of it in a certain way that it takes away from it. So, like, for example, uh, if you're like, oh, I want, I don't know, the uh, Long Halloween for Batman or something like that, right? I don't know which, if that which might have been one of our polls of the week not too long yeah, ago. For the astute listener, of course, yes. But here's the thing. I don't know if that translates to a good movie. Because there's uh, a whole lot of villains and in a movie there might not be enough time to develop each with the amount of depth required to put weight on each of those encounters, right? Make so, it a six-hour movie. <laughs> make it a goddamn epic. You mean, yeah? Hey good. man, it's not like they're go- they're they're trending that way, anyways. Yeah, but the thing that gets me is, like, what you know, like, eh, yeah, no, I get it, but it, it well, like of, like I said, like I don't know, like, it's not like he has to okay all of them. Like if he, if he thinks it's feasible, um, he, it might be done. But it, it, I mean, if he doesn't think it's feasible, then I'm sure he'll nix it. But yeah, like it, dude, it never hurts to pull the people. It never hurts to, to it, pull I your it's Almost like a focus group. Yeah, you know, people yeah. going to the people who are going to consume your goods. So. Yeah, they can no, tell I, you what, goods what they, they want. want. Yeah. No, I, I, I can, I can get that. I just, I guess, I just, I know people, and a certain amount of the audience will probably want some niche characters that don't get a lot of run. And uh, oh, definitely, and definitely, yeah. Or yeah. we'll see, you know, kind of a more, more of 
more of what they already do because a lot of people like the main the mainstay, right? Well, yeah, but to be fair, Marvel has made its living off of doing guys who aren't necessarily the main guys. Like, uh, people aren't going to be happy that I say this, but That's true. Iron Man was not an A-class, like, comic book back in the day. Iron Man was probably, like, like B-tier, maybe even C-tier. And yet, in Avengers, he and in Iron Man, he killed it. Captain America really wasn't, like, like the mainstay he is now back in the day like it, most of the like we're talking like well, x-men we're talking like spider-man back Spider in the well, day. yeah the yeah the yeah, spider-man uh well uh, well let's let's also clarify though that a lot of the avengers of the avengers iron man and captain america probably have the best and hulk right have the best solo solo lines but yeah but even then like look at ant-man he has his own movies and you may not watch them but God uh damn it. they are there no right yeah no i feel you yeah i don't know I, I i guess i guess sometimes i want the fans to get what they want sometimes i want fans to suffer because being a fan of things myself there's a lot of suffering sometimes you know like the up until are you saying you're an only fan <laughs> i gave you a pitch and you hit a home run welcome to the team yeah exactly only fans want to suffer because like the when i say suffer i'm talking about things like like the non uh netflix punishers like the, in terms of movies i thought they were not the best but the netflix punisher was off the chain good john bernthal hit home run i loved it um but yeah you know like i actually like the second pun not the first one but like, like the second one the second one the one that had kevin nash in it <laughs> oh okay <laughs> I, i'm trying to remember who i don't even remember who the main who punisher was but yeah but, who um, was but i don't know but like i did i did like the movie yeah i was not a big fan solely because uh, like punisher if you it will well, like, if, when you read Punisher, there's, like, War Journal. That's, like, one of his best lines. Uh, I also like uh, Born, uh, that one. Like, the origins of Punisher. Like, what turned Frank Castle from, like, a soldier to, like, a vigilante. I like that. But I also like how Punisher, like, Punisher, he's not, a, he's not necessarily a straight-up good guy either. Because V deems that uh, oh, no, no, no. a good Punisher. guy, yeah, Punisher just punishes. That's what he does, and he punishes with bullets. But my point, I, I guess, I'm getting long. I'm getting way off the point. Here. My point so, is here's the thing. You're, here's the th my point is I want to be hateful on this, but I think you had a good point. So it's kind of hard <laughs> to be hateful on some, and the it's points not. are better. Just no, no, but I have to acknowledge. No, you you do have a good point because though I might not be a big Ant Man fan. Undoubtedly, the Ant-Man movies were successful, and there is an audience for it, so people did respond to it. So, and I'm I'm hoping Gunn can like do what Feige did in the sense of uh like merging everything together in a way that makes people happy, and maybe just maybe not making Superman gray. Yeah, 
Because <laughs> I'm never letting that go, by the way. No. <laughs> like, no, Superman I... was gray. And that fucking one part where... I can't remember which movie it was in. I think it was in the first... Uh, were there more than one Justice League? No, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, there was more than one Justice League. There was Justice League, and then there was the Snyder Cut. Oh God, no! Was it Justice League that had like um, uh, Superman or Henry Cavill with the ridiculous like uh, like mustache. mustache pasted over like uh, like like the, the, yes. like the CGI that was. Oh my god, dude, that was god awful. Martha, why do you keep saying her name? That's my mom. Oh, that's my mom, too. What a fucking coincidence. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> finish this off with uh, I, I feel like this is a good thing. This probably like, hopefully, is. Oh, hopefully, he gets some good feedback. Um, hopefully, it's not all trolls. Saying bring, <laughs> hey, hey, bring back, uh, bring back. We, we want Green Lantern, <laughs> the Ryan Reynolds version. But have another actor do it. Have discount Ryan Reynolds act in it. Who uh, would be a discount Ryan Reynolds? Channing Tatum. No, Channing Tatum's totally different and has a better body. Uh, and not a funny. Um, he might be though. I mean, he was spot on in, uh, oh, fuck. Chain Tim was spot on in uh, Ryan the high school. Has this, uh, Ryan Gosling has the nah, same he, build. Yeah, he has the same build, but he he has a different look, though. Like, Ryan Gosling has a type of, like, cocky coolness. I, I dig Ryan Gosling. Dude, um, blinking, uh, and I dig Young. Ryan Reynolds, too. I'm who just, would I'm be? Saying, yeah, who would be? No, I said about... discount. No, not not oh, like yeah, yeah, same yeah. tier. Yeah, yeah okay, discount yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Who's sarcastic and white? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Both. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Can you... I need to lose some weight first. <laughs> and you know, grow no, you know hair. what? We'll put the bustle suit on. <laughs> CGI it. CGI it. <laughs> Oh god, I'm like, like uh Superman's upper lip all over. That's that's no good. You'll have but, your uh, you'll have your your ring that you're rolling with that helps you do shit. Isn't that what Green Lantern has? Well, I mean, he, yeah, it's yeah. a ring that like just helps him do out. shit. Yeah, basically. But um, I, I still don't know who would be a. A decent discount. replacement for Ryan Reynolds. Discount no, Ryan I didn't Reynolds. say decent. I just said a discount. Because um, it's like Ryan. It, it, look, Ryan Reynolds not only is the best Deadpool, but like he makes that movie so much right. So like you know, so I, I think Ryan Reynolds is a cool. Not only is he a cool actor, I like a lot of his movies. He he hit a goddamn home run and. It comes off genuinely. I, I view him on the same level as like uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. It's just he's perfect for, for the role. Yeah, role. He, exactly. Yeah, yeah you, like, I can't he, see anyone else as Deadpool. You know what I mean? Not, no, not anymore. Yeah. Like, like if Disney like re you know, like uh tries to recast it, they'll be hell to pay. Oh yeah, because who will be better? 
Yeah, who who could do it as well as he can? I, exactly. I can't think of anyone. Exactly. And I and Anyways, I we're we getting yeah, way off topic. We're we not got even one. in the same franchise anymore. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> DC. We've mused about later. Well, later. Even when we're being nice to you, we're being mean to you. <laughs> Why um, did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. All right. So a certain movie. Uh, the, hold on. Broke Let's some re records. Yeah, l l listen to this. Black Panther 2 dethrones Black Adam with the record box office take. Now, <laughs> uh, you got the Black Panther versus the Black Adam. And the Black Panther <laughs> beat the living shit out of the Black Adam. Yeah. Uh, and look, I love The Rock. But I mean, the movie didn't do it, bad. No, no, and I don't think it's gonna make money. But it, you're you're taking that DC v Marvel here, and uh, Marvel is like, well, we see what you did, and we'll just one up the shit out of you. Yeah, but uh, do, are you seeing the number right here? Uh, three hundred million, million worldwide, worldwide opening. opening. That's yeah, that's the first week. Here's the thing. I, like, this, I'm looking at like this is a billion dollar movie right here. Yeah, yeah. Is Kevin Feige is wherever he is is sitting back, uh, putting his feet on the desk and being like, like if I fart, I'm gonna hit a hundred million, a <laughs> hundred million dollars in my office because, oh man, Disney's like. This is Disney right here, right? They acquired the media rights to like some major like catalog or some major entertainment franchise. People talk about their unlimited wealth, and then the, they release something, and it's like, oh, here, take three hundred million. For as much as people complain about Disney having their hands in everyone's cookie jars, uh, Disney we puts, sure as hell give um, up our money yeah, real quick. Yeah, Black Panther two is like. Here's a quick 300 mil on opening weekend. Not even, not even this. We're not a month in the cycle. We're not on downloads yet. We're not on uh, straight to TV pay per views. We're on. In fact, I think it's it's a record opening because, uh, um, yeah. Here, uh, as reported by Variety, the Black Panther sequel earned. 180 million in its first week in the theater, surpassing a record for November openings originally held by 2013's Hunger Game Catching Fire. Overall, Wakanda Forever earned 330 million worldwide, with 150 million of that number uh, accumulated across uh, 55 international markets. So they blew it away, dude. Yeah, far and away. And, and you know what? I think. I think this is only fuel for like more movie like Black Panther one I thought was fresh and I when I when it opened in Oakland I was like what the Bay Area is sick and then uh you know Black Panther 2 is just it's it's a juggernaut dude I, I haven't seen it yet I haven't either but I want to like I'm gonna dude. add to the 300 million just in uh, oh, yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as and I get the yeah. chance here yeah me and you yeah we'll go see the it soon yeah, we'll, go, we'll definitely go see it. I want to see it. Like, and here's the thing that's wild to me. People were like, we're like, oh, they've moved the release date. Does this mean trouble? I'm like, 
No, yeah, they're in real trouble. Oh, $300 million worth of trouble. Oh, my God. There's so much trouble over there. Feige's lost the plot. He had to move things. Feige is in in so much trouble. He's like swimming in gold coins like Scrooge McDuck. Just doing doing a nice little, doing the doggy paddle. He's doing the doggy paddle through like thousand dollar bills i don't even know if they make those but um the I've uh certainly never seen them exactly or same here <laughs> but the uh what i was gonna say is like i remember i was watching i, I don't know what channel on youtube it was or whose channel is better to say and this this we got to rewind ourselves back like a year maybe a year and a half ago and i remember the person speaking was like oh this is uh big blow for marvel's new phase because they're going into the new phase they're moving things around the catalog further delaying things that were filmed a while ago like like things are not as you know cohesive and is like basically making the point that marvel's not as buttoned up as it appears to be and now i'm like actually marvel was just like hey we have to pay attention to release windows but if you want we could just drop it at 300 mil opening weekend, like, like Marvel, Marvel, that's the thing. And that's, it's, that's the whole setup right there is they, they figured out how, how to make them, how to market them, how to sell them. Right. And us as consumers are like, what Black Panther two? Yep. Let's go see it to the tune of 300 mil. Fuck, man. We all get mad at Elon overpaying for Twitter. But, you know, can we see we just can Disney solve world hunger already? Because you got Dude, more than like every time you go to the movie theater, you spend like 50 bucks and you're bitching about him buying Twitter. No, what I'm you. no. Yeah. What I'm saying is you, what I'm saying is like, yeah, you're talking about solving world hunger. I'm like, that's 300 oh. mil. That would that my point is Disney has money hand over fist. Kevin Feige clearly has led the Marvel Cinematic Universe of the Promised Land and Black Panther 2 was like, all right, we're going to capitalize off the success of one. And now, you know, RIP to Chadwick Boseman, right? But, But that probably only fueled people's appetite to go see Black Panther 2, right? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that that's not, that's almost like, a way to celebrate him is like, look, this was your spot. This is where you what you were going to do. But since you're gone, we know we're going to still support and, the franchise. Like, it knocked it out. 100%. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna because again, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Either, I, so that's I, why I I'm assume not there's some kind of like kind of like nod. There has to be. Not, yeah, there has to be a tribute. There, there has to be. A I mean, obviously to not to him. His. his his character, his, yeah, to his but character. there's probably both the probably character within the movie, and then to him, probably in oh, maybe the credit like the sequence, end, like in, the in memory era. of like, a, oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, and 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 I, I'm excited to see that because I too, you know, want to go and and see Black Panther too. But I'm like, that just shows you, man, you, you put out characters people want to see. This is what this is what you get. Maybe that maybe that reinforces your point back on DC, right. You put out what people want to see. People are going to go see it. You put out Birds of Prey. No one gives a shit. <laughs> no one gives a shit about the Birds of Prey unless you make them. 
but the best way to make them is to make it really about the birds of prey with a little bit of Harley sprinkled in, as opposed to a Harley movie with a little bit of birds of prey sprinkled. Anyways. And, and here I thought we were going to go this whole podcast without shitting on DC. No, no, no. Well, but, we, well, my, but we, but we, we, we did compliment him a we, little bit. We did, and I will say this about DC: my single most favorite hero in the history of all comics is Batman. So uh, they have that. You know, I can say DC yeah. is the home of of my absolute a one top guy. But I enjoy the shit out of the MCU because that's just far more enjoyable right now. Oh yeah, well, I mean. They're just better at tying shit together and putting out like <laughs> like good plots. I mean, and I'm sorry. They're better at a universe. Yeah. At, at universe building. They're better at life. That's just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I I really didn't come into this thinking I was going to shit on DC, but Iron it's Man. just it's just Black too Panther. tempting. Too tempting. Well, look at that Iron Man Black Panther right here on my kids thing. <laughs> All right, let's move along. Ages three plus. Oh my All right. kids love this. Next up, Tom Holland reportedly closes deal for Spider-Man Four. Yeah, of course. Why not? Marvel and Sony would be stupid to move away from Tom Holland. He is oh, Spider-Man yeah. now. He is everything you want in a Spider-Man. I could not pick a better Spider-Man. Okay. I, let, I let me just say this really quick. There is no way because it says that it doesn't know if like uh they've done it past. Uh, if the contract is, they don't know if the contract is passed uh, for uh, Spider-Man Four, but there's no way it's not. No, the, yeah, with there's no, no look. Sony and Marvel are gonna work together because it is a mutually financially beneficial for the both of them to work together. Spider-Man brings in a gajillion dollars on his own. In fact, Spider-Man has his own show. At Disney, at Disneyland, like at California Adventures, right? Yeah. Literally has his own show, his own section, his own ride. And yet, you know, so on the Disney side, he, he's a moneymaker. And on the Sony side, you have the movie rights to Spider-Man. He's a moneymaker. It would be absolutely stupid to fuck with the, that uh, that relationship. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I like, mean, don't get me wrong. I, I get why they got rid of uh, Garfield. I get why they got rid of Maguire. Maguire got a three tr- uh, trilogy. Uh, Garfield got like two movies. This but guy I did like Spider Man for a long time. Oh, completely. And I love how the all the Spider Mans were in a movie together. And I like I look. P- I look. Was it the best Spider Man movie ever? No. Was some parts a little like, yeah. Was I entertained? Yeah. And was it cool? I thought it was cool, personally, to see Tobey Maguire and Drew Garfield. Because each one was like, well, we all sort of lost something. But both of them were like, hey, guy, in your universe, uh, you're, 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 clo- you're, like, you're close to messing, messing this all up. Except for we already sort of messed it up on our own. And this is your your comeback is actually you have potential to write things before they get into a drastic spot because we're here to help you because we've we sort of did this just differently. You know, Garfield did this with Gwen Stacy. Um, Toby Maguire did this with another version of MJ. Right. So it, it's kind of like 
I liked that dynamic and I liked seeing all three of them on screen. I thought that was cool. But but yeah, yeah. but going from this day forward, it, it's Tom Holland a hundred percent. Yeah. E- and even even if yeah. like the only Spider-Man movie is Spider-Man 4, you're gonna see him in a lot more movies. I mean, think about the uh, first three Spider-Mans. How many movies was he actually in during that period? It yeah. wasn't three. It was a lot more. It yeah. was like a, a Civil War, uh, mm-hmm. Infinity War, um, yeah, fucking Endgame. Like, yeah, there were other ones too. Like, exactly, I, I can't and remember yet, all, but and it makes too much sense, right? Like, like Spider Man, oh, Spider Man needs to be part of the MCU. Also, both companies stand to make money hand over fist, so. Pay Tom, I mean, pay it, Tom it what you need. It yeah, would be. pay Tom what he needs, and for the love of God, duct tape his mouth until the movie comes out. No, those are the man... best reels. I love watching those. Sometimes I'll watch them just to entertain myself. Be like Tom Holland spoiling shit because he, oh, he, I, you know, he. It strikes me as someone who's genuinely excited for something they did, and. uh speaks way too much on it when a lot of it's supposed to be kept secret you know what i mean like uh him and mark ruffalo yeah or, mark ruffalo spoils like shit he does too. it too like I, I remember he was talking with a uh oh, dude what's the name of war machine his uh character his real life dude i forget it's like oh uh, the the actor yeah oh oh uh um uh don Cheadle. yeah there we go don Cheadle. like uh he was doing a like thing with that one and, like and he he actually like it was before endgame or no 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 it was before uh infinity war and he's all like it's crazy man like everybody dies and and then like yeah <laughs> yeah i remember the clip, and then he's like do you think uh, am i in trouble and Cheadle's like probably <laughs> And I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, but both of them needs to need to like no, but he could, to... but yeah, but Tom, but they, but Don Cheadle, uh, the they covered it pretty cleverly because they made it seem like Tom was just being like, oh yeah, everyone dies, just to, you know, like a like the you know like almost like a sarcastic comment. They they kind of just were like, yeah, haha, yeah, everyone gets it, you know, which makes it sound like oh that's not gonna happen, but at, in fact, what's happening? It's like. God dang it, you can't tell Tom Holland anything. Because he's just going to go Can't tell Tom Holland anything. You can't tell Mark Ruffalo anything. Like, I heard that, like, the last... Uh, in Endgame, they literally gave him, like, a bunch of different... <laughs> just, well, didn't tell him which one was real. <laughs> oh, I, I... I've also heard that... Uh, that if he, he only gets partial scripts now like only if he's in the scene he gets a script for it if not he gets nothing else well of course not i mean why would you give him something that he's just gonna like no no but but a lot of times you you know and they give actors and actresses the entire script and they get the chance to read the movie not just their lines but read the whole thing so they kind of yeah well if you get if you got a big mouth that shit don't happen (laughs) exactly and they stick you with benedict cumberbatch who keeps you under Locking key from being able to like spoil I'm anything. convinced because Benedict Cumberbatch was really stiff during that one. I'm convinced like he was just like holding a gun. 
Tom Holland saying, I dare you, motherfucker. Well, in his uh, British accent, I dare you, I'm motherfucker. Not gonna, I'm not going to try that. <laughs> yeah, like, well, sorry, Brits. Uh, it's, look, I, I'll, I'm very bad at this. Here's what I, here's what I can say. Brits can, uh, and this I think is kind of universal. British folk can really do a great American accent, and a lot of times they do an American accent that sounds spot on, like someone from the states. But Americans cannot always do British accents. We butcher the daylights out of it. Frequently. Well, all, all British people have to do is think, "What is the most hillbilly fuck I can think?" <laughs> And then try to sound like them, because basically we we are like the white trash that Britain threw out. Threw we are, out. we are. I mean, yeah. Well, we got. Okay, least... let me rephrase that. We are the white trash that Britain threw out, but didn't send to Australia. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean, it's true, kind of. Yeah. I mean, well, no. I don't know if they threw us out. More, they threw us out because we were they were Protestant or something. I don't know, whatever. I don't and know if they threw us out or if uh, we just said fuck you. Our colonial ancestors anymore. just sort of the colonials uh, just kind of sailed on over to escape religious persecution and another shit, and then um, but emulate... Australia who came who came there for different reasons because <laughs> they did not have a choice. Well, look, I'm not about the. Offend the Australians because I've watched rugby, they'll fucking smash us. So, <laughs> dude, listen, Australians know how their country was created. Oh, by the way, have you seen kangaroos in Australia? I see some YouTube videos of people fighting kangaroos and kangaroos fighting other creatures. Wild times. I saw a kangaroo put a dog in a headlock. That just had me like, what? What am I observing? Weirdest shit on YouTube ever. Anyways, um, yeah. So, yeah, Tom, like Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland uh, signed up for Spider-Man Four. Not surprised. Good. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a multi uh, a multi movie deal in the Spider-Man verse. It's definitely more than one movie overall, though. Yeah, I would and... bet money. And I do want to throw this out there. Like we do tape this like a week before the full like uh podcast comes out and we also taped it like when this comes out on highlights it's probably going to be out like a month later so if 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 you're sitting there like dude this information has already come out it's because it's coming out later the these uh, the highlights page is not uh, to give you news it's to show you what we have on our podcast boom, just boom. letting you know yeah so exactly no need to shit on us in the uh, comments <laughs> Although you're probably right. gonna anyways. Anyways, uh, moving along. All right, so I think this is really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it, now I don't think they're gonna be in the. This is just variant covers. Somebody so just, called Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Who's that Doctor Zayas? <laughs> but um. Yeah, Wolverine, Deadpool, and more invade Planet of the Apes. In they're they're gonna be in the in different variant covers. You can see this one right here if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening, just imagine. Imagine, imagine there being about four apes, uh, five, five apes. Well, there's five. Hold on, four apes attacking Wolverine while Wolverine is apparently claw punching one of them. Um, yeah, and a fifth ape just watching for some reason. 
Oh, no. notes. Yeah, he's he's waiting for his spot to hop in. He's gonna get in on mm. it. Mm, he's waiting for his pound of flesh to be served. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is really cool. I've always liked uh variant covers, like um, even if they don't. Although I will say, sometimes they get me excited for things that I think are going to be in the comic that aren't. Obviously, Wolverine is not going to be out in the planet of the apes. It's, it's no, it's that'd fun. be sick. It would that'd be, be sick if he was though. Uh, it, it, it wouldn't be the planet of the apes anymore. It'd be the planet of the one Wolverine. But um, well, you don't know that. Yeah, fucking uh, oh, what's his name from Planet of the Apes? Caesar's. No, you talking about the main no, monkey? No, or... no, no, the gorilla. What was his name? The I gorilla. Remember. I don't remember. Anyways, I uh, you know. So I'm not saying back. he we'll... wouldn't put up a good fight, but with Wolverine's like uh, regenerative powers and like yeah. the that he can no, just claw you the fuck up. Yeah, he, he Well the regenerative everyone. powers, yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I feel you, but I wanna give some love to the Planet of the Apes. I love the movies, I love the new ones, and I like the silverback. <laughs> I like when he when he attacks the helicopter on the Golden Gate Bridge. I was like, oh, that's sick. And underneath, you can see the apes go, oh, dude, they, I, I loved it way too much. And here's how wild it is. I was cheering for the apes. I was like, man, fuck them humans. Fuck them humans. <laughs> dude, I, I understood. Kobo was abused by people. So I know Caesar was trying to protect people because he came from loving humans, right? But Kobo didn't. So... Kobo was like, nah, Caesar, you don't get it. You don't get it. They're never going to accept this. And they abused the shit out of me, so now I'm going to kill them. And Caesar's like, nah, you don't get it. We got to figure this out without that. And I love the ideology clash. The fight. Oh, man, I loved it. And then uh, was the name of the of the albino gorilla that ends up turning on him? Uh, I believe his Dude, name I don't Winter. I, I, his name was I don't Winter. I thought that was fresh. Dude, I, it was fresh. I, I love playing the apes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, variant covers. I agree. Some variant variant covers are fresh as hell, and Dude, have, sometimes uh, you get a little pump for something that's not necessarily featured. Uh, the Yashimbo, whatever you, you know, the uh, the ninja uh, rabbit from Ninja Turtles. Yeah, like he has his own comic book, and I bought one with a with a variant cover with the tick on it. And the tick, it, it's really cool. Like he's, in, he, like he's in a, he's in like a, uh, a field of wheat, and he's like, oh, he's got his sword ready. And then the tick is standing next to him with like a, a headband, a red headband, like tied on his head, and a, and a loaf of bread, like French bread, like in a pose. And I'm like, dude, if if tick was actually in that comic, it would have been so cool. But I did get it signed, so I was really happy about that. I got it at uh, San Diego Comic Con one year. But yeah, um, that was good on two levels. Yeah, but like I, I'm just sitting here, like I really wish tick was in it though. But oh, yeah. what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But, but like, and and speaking of variants, like I just bought like five comics. And it's only two different actual comics. <laughs> I bought three variants of Black Cloak, which was a pull of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last week. And like, I also bought a two variants of one that's going to be my pull of the week this week. 
So I'm not going to tell you what it is, obviously. Yeah, don't tell anyone that you hate I, Fairyland. Because I, I, I don't want to be the spoiler. Not today. Not not for this. Not today, Jesus. Right. Oh, wait. Is that not the same? Wait, what? I said, not today, Jesus. And then I said, oh, wait, is that not the same? I don't know. You know how people say not today, Satan. That's oh, the same. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't. I've never heard that saying. Oh, I, I hear it all the time. So I was like, not today, Jesus. No, You're like, like oh. Satan tells me it all the time. I don't know yeah. why. He should be. He should be more positive. <laughs> but anyway, he told so... me he likes variant covers as well. <laughs> 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 the fandom here is great. Yeah, but uh, anyways, uh, so yeah. Planet of the Apes, cool. Get get your variant covers. Yep, let's do it. All right. Before I switch to the next thing, I just want to state this. Um, we lost some a great person in Batman history recently. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it's it's tragic, but like he will be missed. R.I.P. Kevin uh, Conway. Conroy. Conroy, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin Conroy uh, unfortunately passed away. Uh, it was apparently, apparently. I feel bad because I just accidentally called him Conway. But um... <laughs> well, Kevin Conroy uh, <laughs> passed away. Cancer's a, a mother, father, and took another one from us. Uh, as someone who loves Batman the animated series, when I hear Batman, like when I read comics, even it, you know when I'm reading their voices to people, or at least the way I imagine it would sound. And anytime I read anything about Batman, no matter who they're talking about, live action, animated or not, the only voice I hear is Kevin Conroy's. I love the animated series. I love video games. But even more, I never went to cons, but I would read, I'd read his social media, but then I'd read what people said about him then you would watch like interviews he seemed like a very genuine a very genuine person a very caring man and someone who had respect not just for why people liked him but for he just carried that like that people respected him so big loss i told i i was sitting sitting i was scrolling social media saturday um no friday Friday, I was scrolling social media, and uh, it was just like, I just, it said RIP Batman as a trend, and I was like, oh, and I'm thinking it's going to be a story, or, you know, you know what I mean, you're like, oh, what's this arc, or, you know, what line is Batman dead in now, because, you know, the new video game that came out with, um, with uh, his kid crew, you know what I mean, with so I click on it and you see Kevin Conroy and you see RIP and it's just like, and then I'm like, this better be one of them internet hoaxes. Like, and nope, F scrolling, boom, boom. And it's like, everyone's just, just the love and support pouring in. And I was like, son, of, like so pissed, but I wasn't pissed in like, like anger. I was pissed in like shock. Like what? Like this, this man's voice was like the voice of my childhood in that respect because of the animated series. And I was like, 
you gotta be kidding me. Like, like Batman doesn't die. Batman, like, like I almost felt jealous of like you know, like grateful for all the work he made, but jealous for like how much life he had left because he was what 65. I was like, you can easily get another 20 years. But I was like, damn, for the amount of for the amount he gave us, and then apparently he was extremely accessible to to fans at cons and was just very gracious and very caring with people. I was like, man, what a what a classy, what a classy, what a classy man, what a great Batman. And you know, I, like like I said, voice of my childhood, and I love Batman the animated series. So I was just like, damn. I said, I remember. I was like, RIP, and I went outside, and my wife was like, she was like, it's a little early for for Jack Daniels, and I was like, I'm, I got, I got, I can't, I can't, can't pour one out for Kevin, so I did my obligatory front yard shop, poured a little out, I don't know what my neighbors think, nor do I care, um, but I, anytime someone passes, it's like, got pour one out for, for the dead, so yeah, just, uh, you know, I just want to say from my perspective which i think you would share the same is you know we we want him we wish him to rest in peace and and we're very grateful for what he gave us oh yeah definitely and i i want to like reiterate you're definitely right about the voice of our childhood there were maybe like two or three cartoons that really define our childhood one of them's batman the animated series obviously Maybe X Men, um... right? But but of all those, like I and, mean, and just anything during that time, anything Saturday morning cartoons, mm. like this. This was one of those ones that like it was willing to go a little bit darker and a little bit more real. Like you watch, there's a as people were flooding in tributes, you'd see the, they'd clip a lot of people were clipping uh, parts from uh, Arkham Asylum or Arkham City. I forget which Arkham game it was where uh, it, it was the last one, obviously where Batman takes off the uh, cowl and he drops it next to the bat symbol because he realizes that in order for this to end, he, he also too has to die, but that doesn't mean batman's dead right like you know what i mean like batman lives in he batman is the dark knight right like batman doesn't doesn't die because batman isn't one it's a symbol so people are clipping that but i think back to another one which people clipped was the gray ghost episode of the animated series and for those that don't know the gray ghost was voiced by adam west who you know is the is very much another iconic Batman, the original live action Batman, right? And even though that Batman has goofy as hell moments, that was, I was, you know, I was laughing so hard because I was watching a clip of him trying to throw a bomb, trying to like dispose and, of a bomb. And, and, and it, it was and just... like the, the old school, like, uh, round, like yes. basically a bowling ball with a piece of like, uh, like yeah. uh, rope hanging. The rope and and the dumbest things like like baby ducks and like nuns and like a marching band are all like stopping him from ditching it in every corner. So I'm watching this thing like what like like that's Adam West, but that 
RIP Adam West as well. But that clip, you know, it's like bringing me so much joy. And then I watched that clip with the great ghost episode who is voiced by Adam West and how Batman, this is remember this is Batman, the M8 series. So this is, this was like a lot of people go, oh, yeah, all the nineties, you know, Saturday morning cartoons were geared. were really just toy infomercials. That's what they, a lot of them were, but the animated series had something like you said, a little more realistic, a little more dark where the great ghost character who Batman idolized, right? He felt like no one remembered him. He was, you know, he had all his memorabilia, but no one was, no one was lining up to buy his merch, so to speak. And he was so down on his luck. And when Batman not, you know, found out about this, but found out that he needed the help of the gray ghost. Like he could not have solved that crime without the gray ghost. But the fact that he helped elevate him, it, I was just like, that's so touching because Batman could have very easily, once he got what he needed, he could have been like, you know, done his disappearing act where characters are talking. And next thing you know, Batman's like, he's like miles away. But he he really uplifted him. And I was like, this for being a Saturday morning show, there's there's a ton of heart in this, right? Like there's a there this is more than just, you know, bad guy beat him up. This there's there's legitimate storylines, there's legitimate feelings, like like the idea that that you have a hero who no longer is beloved, and then you have a literal beloved hero who's like, wait a minute there's value you still have value in fact you have value to me i thought that was pretty fresh i mean and you can find these storylines littered all over batman the animated series on on leather wings where he fights man bat right um ultimately batman is trying to help uh tries to help but that's my point kevin conroy's voice i i still hear it and you know i that's the batman in my in my mind, no matter who acts as Batman, no matter what we see, when I think of Batman, the voice that permeates my brain is Kevin Conroy's, and I just I think what a wonderful what a wonderful man, and I am very gracious and appreciative that he shared his voice with us because, damn, I, I Batman's Batman's not dead, but. Batman is uh, currently resting in power, yeah. I can say. And that. I mean, the cool thing is he did leave a lot for us to remember him by. Like he left mm-hmm. a lot of content that you can go over again and again. And not everyone gets that. So, I mean, that's something to remember, but he will definitely exactly. be missed. He uh, he will be missed by me and you. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so let Let's move along before I start crying or some shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. He's, he's got to open me up. All right. That's a quote. So, it's always open me up. Week, and I talked about it a little bit earlier. I bought two of these because uh, I hate Fairyland number yeah. one. Uh, you want to go ahead and read it? Yeah. Everyone's favorite green-haired axe-crazed maniac returns in this Deadpool meets Alice in Wonderland adventure. Gert is all grown up and living in the real world. Times are tough, and the only job she's qualified for has her trying to find her way back to the places she hates the most. 
Fairyland. Eisner Award-winning writer Scotty Young, Middle West Twig, The Me You Love in the Dark, and artist Brett Bean, Marvel's Rocket and Group, bring back the hit comic I Hate Fairyland for an all-new ongoing series. Okay, so as you may have guessed, uh, there was a precursor to this. It was a 20-book series. Um also by the same name. Now they restarted the... Uh, so this is going to be like a couple years later. And it's... I, I, it, there's going to be a... I, I don't know if they told it told us how long it's going to be. But there's going to be a time jump. And she's going to be older. And they, they've restarted the count. So it's a, a number one. And I bought, I bought this cover. And I also bought this cover right here. No, yeah, sick. and like this, this was done by this uh, this lady right here, Peach uh, Momoko, and um, she's known for anime, and obviously you can see the anime, yeah. like, uh, like, yeah, like, yeah, like inspiration. Yeah. No, that's a really cool variant. Yeah, and like, like I said, I bought five comics, and there were only. Two different yeah, ones, too. but uh, and and I bought like three of the black cloaks that I got, and one of them had a disturbing amount of nudity on it. But I like like they actually said like uh, there was a warning about nudity on it. Ooh. But yeah, so um, I'm really excited about this one. The first series did really well, like. Starting out, I believe the first like uh, one sold about like fifty thousand units, which is really well, which really well, yeah. really good for a indie type of brand like image. Although I don't know if you call them indie anymore, but like um, like it's not like DC where you're gonna get like a hundred thousand for Superman or something like that. The, yeah. this was doing really well this was doing on the level almost on the levels of like spawn or the walking dead so i'm i think this one they're putting a lot of effort into it i think it's going to do really well and yeah. like scotty young was the writer last time so i don't think the story i think the story is going to do really well now here's the thing brett bean was not the artist the artist was scotty young and i think that kind of that's why the uh, first series was so short. He just couldn't, maybe couldn't handle the uh, um, doing it all by himself, you know. So maybe yeah. this, uh, like, and I, I look at the art, and the art looks, looks great. Cool. Yeah, so I think it, I, I'm really excited about this one. And this one actually, by the time this one gets highlighted, it's going to be out for a while. But yeah, because it's coming out on November 16th. But I just wanted to do it because I'm super excited about it. Anyways, let's go on to yours. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so three days there. All right, so my my poll of the week is The Closet. So this is a tale of existential familial familial horror by James Tinian. Uh, the Department of Truth, Razorblades, and Gavin Fullerton, Bog Bodies, Bags. Tom is moving cross-country with his family and dragging the past along with them. His son, Jamie, is seeing monsters in the bedroom closet and will not let them go. So it, this has psychological horror, like, wrapped in it. I already was, like, 
super interested in looking at issues that come after because uh, there uh, there's more than one uh, the closet, right? So I'm pretty excited about this. But the idea that, you know, I know Halloween just ended, but like this idea that like sometimes, you know, like kids will be like, oh, yeah, the monster kind of like Monsters, Inc., right? Like like the parents never believe the kids, but it's like, no, nah, we there are monsters and they need your screens, right? This obviously probably much darker than Monsters Inc. I would think the idea so, yeah. that this yeah, like, kind of gives off vibes of almost like the shining. Exactly. Like, yeah, like like hey, the, this kid is clearly gonna be haunted by something. Will the parents or the adults realize this and make the changes they need to? Or is this kid really fighting an uphill battle? Right? Like I think there's a lot to say about that. So I'm looking forward to diving in and uh, I'm looking, basically looking forward to being both scared for the kid and being like, Oh crap. What, you know, what, what is what's next? So I'm, I'm a big fan of anything that, you know, is heavy in the story and I'm, you know, looking forward to picking up the well, closet. I mean, this has got to be heavy in the story because otherwise yeah. you got to have like fight scenes and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think this is going to have a lot of fight scenes. No, but I think this is going to be like, hey, look, some something's amiss here. And anytime you have kids involved, it it, it really ups the ante because then you're like, oh shoot, because of the natural vulnerability of children. So, so I look forward yeah. to I look forward to reading this maybe even with my eyes closed. And, um, yeah, and I feel like a bit of a douche canoe bringing it back to, like, I hate Fairyland. But if you notice, the border yeah. of, the, uh, of this page for Image Comics is I hate Fairyland yeah, because I true. feel like they're putting a lot of effort into this one. Exactly. They, they, are, they want people to know that this one's coming out. Yes. Anyways. Our polls of the week are connected. <laughs> Whether both of us. Hey, yeah, is this the first time we both? both had the same uh company right we both had image this week i don't know i don't have we ever had this like you do a lot of stuff that's already been out yeah i do a lot of things that that are already you do a lot of coming outs there you go hey the closet's already out so there you go (laughs) is this your way of saying you're coming out of the closet you know, we'll find out with with three children and a beloved wife. You're coming yeah. out of the closet. Yeah, yeah. that mustache <laughs> says maybe. <laughs> hey, the mustache says maybe. We'll see what downstairs says. All right, so we can stop sharing now. Assuming, oh, there we go. There. Anyways, go. so. Thanks, everybody, for watching this Comification Podcast. Please uh, like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell because it really helps us. But uh, yes. Or if you're on any of the um, audio-like ones, a rate and review or do whatever you need to. You guys know what to do. Yep, follow and us on – join our Patreon, uh, donate to our GoFundMe, follow us on OnlyFans. You know the drill. None of those exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they exist. Our ours don't and make exist. right. And make sure you swipe left on farmers only, because uh, <laughs> we know how to use a backhoe. <laughs> uh, I prefer a regular hoe. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I want me a farmer's only hoe. <laughs> oh, it is almost Christmas time, so ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Santa, bring me a hooker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Santa. What? Santa gets a note. <laughs> I've been a good boy to you. I want a hooker. Well, little, well, little Johnny, look what's under your chimney. You wake up, there's a scantily clad lady sitting in your living room. We're like, Santa, Santa came through. He came through. <laughs> but he passed the cost. What a cheap motherfucker. <laughs> he just he just gave her a slave ride here. You didn't pay her off. That's no, it. Santa's a dick. <laughs> to quote ICB, Santa's a fat bitch. Oh, Santa all right. Well, here I ain't get shit. All right, that song stuck in my head. All right, now. all right, all right, everyone. See you next week. I will see you too next week or sooner, sometime. Peace out, everybody. Peace.